we trying to behave ourselves on the story? But y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As you can hear, tell them we'll sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. Hey everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan, and it's Wednesday, uh, and I am back with a brand new episode of TGIF with two of the most fabulous men in the business. We are spilling the tea and breaking down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, grab you a little something to drink, and get ready for this hot tea. All right, y'all, please welcome brand strategist Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. What's going on, Claudia? Man, I'm over here starving, trying to get trying to get slim and and and, and ready for the summer. But it's working, though. You've lost 12 pounds. 12 pounds. And I'm hey. dying. And I want to kill someone oh. right now because I haven't eaten anything but salad today. <laughs> <sighs> and, of course, uh, the person who doesn't need to go on a diet, uh, multimedia personality and talk show host, is Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? Child, still over here trying to recover from COVID. <laughs> well. Stay in the house, boy. Yeah, but in the house ain't got nothing to do with it. Uh, oh gosh, Claudia, help her, please. Q, it's so bad that you're still out in the streets with right. COVID. But no, I don't have it. Listen. Oh. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. You no, sound like I, I just got I just got the leftover. Because <laughs> I'm just congested. It, it quiet as this might even just be sinus. I'm not sure. Because I had it last week. <laughs> See, I had it. I had started getting it last Saturday. And Fauci told me five days from the onset of symptoms that I was good. So I don't want y'all to think I was out there spreading it. I was spreading love, but I yeah. wasn't spreading COVID. I was looking at your IG the whole, I was like, oh my God, he's in pictures. He got his laughing and up on everybody having f- spreading love. Did you have, did you get any this weekend? Baby, I did my five. No, I did not. I, I, I did not because I'm congested. I'm I'm already full. But I did my five days. What more do y'all want from me? I listen to the CDC. You ain't got a damn piece of credit. You ain't got the first college credit in medical, Claudia. So I'm not <laughs> Actually, I was a biology not- major. <laughs> and I know that it goes, you still got it. Listen to how you sound. You look, you look sick, actually, a little bit tonight. You look a little puffy. Oh, I mean that's that just that's just from laying on my back all day. <laughs> I don't work, so I was laying on my face all day. That's all. That, uh, that, we gonna have to stay out of Miami, the Greater Miami area. That puffiness so. you see is rest and relaxation, honey. That's what it looked like when you lay up all day with nothing to do. <laughs> that is infestation and infection of COVID. Okay, we gonna pray for you. As they say, I'm gonna pray for you and hope it all works out. None of your friends come up with the COVID. All right, Funky. Uh, let's get into the show. We got a lot to talk about. Oh, first of all, are y'all drink? Q, are you drinking tonight? No, I'm uh, eating a snow cone. You know, I got that Hawaiian ice machine for forty dollars <laughs> off of Amazon, and I cannot stop making snow cones. I love snow cones. I love snow cones. You know, I almost wanted to get one after I saw them. On, on what flavors thing. did you buy? I, it came with six different syrups, so all of them: cherry, like blue, the red, gray, the white, the blue one, the blue. Mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so and now you're drinking wine. I'm drinking wine, yeah. Okay, I'm not drinking right now because I'm trying to be on this this weight loss kick and we're going to see what's going to happen. So, all right, let's get into the hot topics. They are, the, the soulmates are ready. Now, it's being reported that 23-year-old Isaiah Lee 
is being charged with a felony assault with a deadly weapon for tackling Dave Chappelle last night during his set at the next Netflix is a joke festival. Now Lee's being held on a $30,000 bond. First and foremost, did y'all see Isaiah's arm? And what do you think about what happened? He, he they jacked him up. Did y'all see it? Mm-hmm. Al, what do you think? First of all, I, I, the first thing when I saw that, I thought about what Funky said when we were covering the uh, uh, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Where in the hell was security? And I don't mean just security for the stage protection, but what happened to security when they were going through the metal detector to get into the Hollywood Bowl? Claudia, you know you've been to 100 events at the Hollywood Bowl. It is super nice. It's high end. It's a famous high profile spot. You have to go through a metal detector. How did that prop gun get through the metal detector with a knife in it? So my question here is, and this is the second time actually the third time that we've had failed security in a high profile event first not the first but the oscars was one um obviously the hollywood bowl is another and then at um the concert where the young man got killed or a couple of people got killed so i'm gonna put this back on the security details security teams security companies everybody that's working these major events you guys got to step up you got to do better because this could have been a very bad outcome um, I've, I've been to the Hollywood Bowl a few times. I actually don't remember going through a metal detector. And I will say this is one of the events where they allow you to bring coolers. Like it's like an outside venue, mm-hmm. right? Where people mm-hmm. are there all day. So I think it probably was probably easy for them to sneak something because they're not going through everybody's stuff. You know what I mean? If you tuck well, something under. Remember this particular one, you had to surrender your cell phones yeah. and anything of a taping device. They had certain bags that they had to put it in. So this one did have um, metal detectors. So well, no, they they have. I've been to a Dave Chappelle show. They do take your phones, but they also operate on the honor system. They don't really check you because I snuck well, a clearly, phone. Right? I, I had a phone in there, <laughs> and you saw there was footage that got leaked from people that and did in fact have their cell phones in there. So yeah, it's, it, you're right, Al. The security didn't do their job, and it, it's a huge venue. And um, but he he got he got his ass kicked. Q, what you think about that? You see his arm was bent backwards. You know, I remember after the Will Smith slap when Cheryl Underwood got on her talk show and she was saying, as a comedian, she was now worried about somebody coming on the stage slapping her. And I remember my reaction was like, Cheryl, girl, shut up. But now we're starting to see an increase in people running up on the stages. Um, not blaming Will Smith for any of it, but it puts ideas in people's head. And do we have a motive at this point? Because this guy, while he does need to go to jail and get in trouble, is sounding a little mental illness to me. Can we show the picture uh, production? Can we please take a look at the picture of the assailant, uh, the suspect, please? That's the video of him. Um, His arm was just... No, they, they did some Chinese origami with their arm. I mean, <laughs> their arm definitely say certain they so lay in the joint area. Rhonda Wise um, says all they do is ask you to open their purse. So some people in the chat saying they, they did go through detection and some people say they just asked to go through your purse, which any girl knows you can just put the stuff at the bottom up on us and make they don't really thoroughly go through. I just don't my, know. My thing is so like was his plan to slice up Dave Chappelle? You know what I'm saying? Like it's scary. Mm-hmm. I I just like to know the motive. You know, it, it's not Will Smith's fault, but it to see uh, such a peaceful and unproblematic A-lister do it, 
you can't, I mean, we can't blame them for it, but I can see people being inspired by it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. We're not going to put it all on Will Smith, but people are quite bold since the slap heard around the world. All right, y'all. Uh, let's talk about this Black China lawsuit. She lost her $100 million defamation lawsuit against Chris and Kylie Jenner and Chloe and Kim Kardashian. China claimed that they defamed her with allegations of abuse and interfered with her contract by convincing the E-Network to cancel her reality show, Robin China. And now it's being reported that Black China plans to appeal the verdict. Are you surprised by this outcome? I'm sure this is what they're supposed to do. Al, what are your thoughts? You know, we all know that I'm a fan of Black China. I did like the fact that the jury came back and said that the Kardashians probably weren't the reason for it, but they definitely acted in bad faith in what they did and the calls that they made to the network talking about Black China. The thing I think here that I found the most interesting is that Black China took on the wealthiest entertainment family in the country without batting an eye and she did it at the highest level. And she has some way made the public aware that this family isn't all beds of roses to the tune that even we noticed that Ray J now has had the motivation to come forward today and say that Kim and Kris Jenner actually brokered their sex tape. So it wasn't a leak of any sort. So he too is now coming forward and letting us get a front seat to the real Kardashian dynasty that we all think is all very strategic and beloved. So I I wanna say that Black China actually may have had something to do with people not being afraid any longer to talk against this very influential family in Hollywood, because I know a lot of people are afraid to say anything negative about this family in hopes that they get a better position in entertainment. All right. Okay. Valid points. Q, what do you think about this? What do you think about this loss? You think that she was a victory in her loss? Like, you know, she brought a lot of I, I definitely, I think China lost on a technicality, right? You know, at, at the end of the day, Chris Jenner is not the executives at E! Entertainment. She ain't the one that quote unquote makes the decision or signs the checks. But let's face it, they leveraged their position over there to get what they want. That's just mm-hmm. the way the world, that's the way the world works. They leveraged their position to get what they want. They definitely did not want that girl to have a season two for whatever reason. And they they leveraged that. Um, the Kardashians are a cash cow for that network. And I am sure in a roundabout way, you know, they threw their weight around and said, well, we're not going to do this and not going to do that. Or we'll leave and go to another network if X, Y, Z happens. And those people acquiesce. That's exactly what happened. Now, um, you know, Play silly games, win silly prizes. You know, China, your your karma cup ain't clean either. You know what I'm saying? That that's why I really, to be honest with you, I really don't care because your karma cup ain't that clean either. Like what you did to Rob was wrong. You know, I don't I, I don't think going laying up with fat depressed Rob and having a baby from him, using him as a pawn to get back at his sisters was right. You know what I'm saying? So. Y'all just miss me with all the rich people problems and, and, and go back and get your cars. Uh, Melanie Chanel says she couldn't prove how much she actually lost. She uh, hadn't filed her taxes in years and I wish she would have won though, but they did request that her show be canceled. I, yeah. I think Claudia, that- you know what's so funny about this is <laughs> at the reading of the verdict, <clears throat> 
the Kardashians, all of them, they were walking the red carpet. They didn't even stay to get the reading of the verdict of this case. I, I think they pretty much knew what the outcome was going to be based off of the amount of money that they paid the lawyer and the defense that they created. Did you see how skinny Chloe is looking now? Look at her face. Yeah. Damn, I need somebody to have a baby on me. <laughs> don't say that. You don't want KJ to have a baby on you. And bring you back a peach tree of venereal diseases. I know she got <laughs> cottage cheese between her legs. Huh? <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm going to leave her alone. Okay. Yeah, leave it alone. Oh, Black China, speaking of her, she's set to square up in a celebrity boxing match on May 14th. And she's looking to uh, get someone in the ring with her and it will donate all the proceeds to various uh, animal charities. Are y'all here for that or not? I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here animal, for it because. Animal <laughs> Now, hold on now. Now, this woman on sold off her cars. And trying to paint the picture that she ain't got no money. Only three of the ten, I think, though. I don't only think three of the ten. Okay. She's still balling. She still made a lot of money on OnlyFans. And, and then now, she going to the celebrity boxer and finna give all the money to the animal charity. Yeah. Baby, get off my line with this. <laughs> oh, and you know what? While I got you on the line, I know it's not a parent, a child's job to take care of they, 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 they parent. But why is your mama driving for Amazon? And you got 10 cars. Y'all remember Tokyo Tony was driving for Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> she was? It was in the Amazon van. Like, driving through New York, going off on people. Why? What is the little $300 a week from Amazon doing for your mama? Why is your mama working for Amazon? And you got 10 cars. Well, I remember when I used to be in North Hollywood, I see Amarosa's mama working at Marshall's and walking home with her shoes leaning to the side. I said, well, damn, y'all, y'all doing your mama's wrong. Oh, we being messy. Tonight. It was in Studio City. Ask around. Marshall's in Studio City. Yes, she, she was. She there folding towels. I was like, where's the luggage, man? Oh, hey. What's up, girl? <laughs> Anyways, uh, we want to invite you to LMA's live iHeartRadio uh, Heart on My Sleeve album release party on Monday, May 9th at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fox. So let's take a look at this sneak peek. Like a glimpse from the past, you can seal the dark in a frame. You're the post up on the wall. In my dreams, you're the prince, and I'm at the bar. Fairy tales, I'm not used to them at all. You got me questioning what have you done to me? Used to be out of reach. Feel like you're tasting me. Okay, you can catch Ella's live iHeartRadio Heart on my sleeve album release party on Monday, May 9th at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on Fox Soul's YouTube channel, Samsung Plus, Roku, or any other platform that airs Fox Soul. Are y'all excited to see this? You know what? I don't mess with most of the new R&B girls because I don't think they can sing and they do this, whatever it is they're doing. But she is one of the girls that I really mess with. I love that 90s flavor that she has. It's almost reminiscent of Aaliyah. And what I like about her music, I say it's the same thing with her and Money Long. Real instrumentation 
and music that tells a story. That is what the R&B game is missing. Real lyrics. Tell me something. What the hell is this song about? And she actually sings about something. That's why I dig LMA. So I'll definitely be tuning in. Good. Okay. All right. Al, how about you? <clears throat> I think, I, first of all, I'm very proud to see these type of integrations on our platform and even more the Fox Soul platform with iHeartRadio. And I'm even more proud to have them on our show because that means, you know, I feel like we must be doing something really cool. So I love the fact that we married a great artist and a great partnership with Fox Soul and iHeartRadio. All right, we will definitely support. So make sure you soulmates definitely check it out. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, say a prayer for us so we won't be as shady. Well, we probably will because we often fall short. And we'll be right back with more Shade and Tea after this commercial. Welcome back to TGIF. Fellas, between y'all, like, I want to know, what's the better store? Is it Marshall's or Target? Which one is better? Or Ross? Which one do y'all like the best? I prefer Target. Um, no shade to Ross, but Ross is always set up like a church rummage sale to me. <laughs> like, I, don't like, I, don't, I don't like digging through bins for stuff and having to swipe 90 times to find my size. Ross, Ross activate my anxiety too bad. So, Give me Target any day. So can you rank them? So would you go Target, then Marshalls, then Ross? Probably so. Pro- prob- probably. Al, you agree? I, I mean, I would have to say I, I go to I go mostly to Target. I, I don't frequent Marshall like that. And I don't probably can count the number of times I've seen Ross. But it could be the region I'm in, too. Okay. But you know, Marshalls and Ross Al is good for like your under your underwear, your undergarments. Like you can get Calvin Klein and Diesel and Polo yeah. and all those brands oh, okay. for cheap. That's true. Cheaper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and TJ Maxx too. Where mm-hmm. do they fall on the spectrum? I go there for all my home stuff. And they have designer sales too. Cause I, when I live in Atlanta, Cynthia Bailey would always tell me that they would have these sales where they would have designers like on a special day, the good stuff would get rolled out where they would have expensive stuff out. And I would find How about, stuff. I just so, thought that Target and TJ Maxx was the same. <laughs> so what you say in Atlanta is fraud. They be buying their designer stuff from, from, from TJ Maxx. Oh, no, no. And she's talked about this. So I'm not being shady. She put this out there. We, it's okay for me to talk about it, but she put me up on game when I, when I was, you know, I'm cheap with my clothes. Like I'm like, I ain't spending What's the game, money. Claudia? What's the game? Huh? What did she say? I missed it. I'm sorry. Oh, like once a TJ month. Max. Once a month, certain certain TJ Maxx's will have a section with high end designer stuff that you can get, like the high end names for you know it's only for a couple of days and everything gets snatched up. And so oh, I didn't even know that. Okay, yeah, cool. So That's very I'm cool. All about, I'm all about that. Okay, all right. We have an update on uh, WNBA player Brittany Griner. Now, the Biden administration now considers Griner to be wrongfully detained in Russia, which means they will move more vigorously to get her home. Our representative for Griner said Brittany has been detained for 75 days and our expectation is that the White House to do whatever is necessary to bring her home. Are y'all hopeful that she'll be released soon? Al, what do you think? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You guys know I've been championing getting her home immediately at all costs. I'm really glad the U.S. government is no longer uh, uh, taking this as a uh, a grinder's case to play out through the Russian legal system. They have uh, labeled this as wrongfully detained, which, in my opinion, this is only my opinion, sounds like kidnapping to me or hostage situation. But they're saying that's not what it is. Um, But all we ever wanted 
was the U.S. government to seek a negotiation for her return. And that's what we're getting. And luckily, what we also learned through this, Claudia, is that Governor Bill Richardson, um, actually former Governor Bill Richardson, who just recently got Trevor Reed released, negotiated that release, that governor from New Mexico has decided to take on Brittany Griner's case. So we have two very strong indicators of a positive move in the right direction um, and getting her home. And I will continue to repeat please 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 let's do whatever it takes to get this woman home and the government taking this stance is definitely a first step to getting that done immediately shout out to president biden for that okay uh q what do you think so al you know i'm glad you actually said what you just said because i was unclear on what move vigorously means with a country that don't like you like when i read mm -hmm. the headline and it was like the U.S. deemed it, uh, you know, illegal holding or whatever. I'm like, who cares what the U.S. thinks in a country that don't don't care about us or like us? So my understanding is possibly they may like try to leverage a release for a release or something right, like that. So, so the good thing about this is we're taking her out of the legal system because we know the Russian legal system could have her caught in that north of five years. So we're taking her out of the legal system, meaning we're now considering this um, a wrongful detainment, almost like a hostage situation, Q, which forces us to go into negotiation. Now, remember, Trevor Reed was uh, held for three years and mm -hmm. it was negotiation those whole three, those entire three years. And we also know that there is a second person that's up, up in front of Brittany that's been held for two years. Um, but just the fact that they are moving her out of the legal system gives us hope that attention will be given to her on a regular basis to get her back to the United States because it's considered, for lack of a better term, because I don't know the term that they use, but in my mind, a hostage situation. And But, you know, they're saying it's not a hostage situation, but it seems like it to me. Well, I'm glad that it's being, at first I was like, I didn't think it was a great idea. Like, okay, we're just going to not talk about it and think Russia's going to be like, oh, we forgot that. And she's over here because the mm -hmm. Americans ain't making a trend on social media. No, <laughs> like, I didn't think that was a good idea. That, but I think that was from the family, but I, I think this does bring it, uh, make it a little bit, a lot more serious. So we definitely are praying for her safe return. 75 days being over there by herself during a war and being an American with Russia. Does this make her a prisoner of war? If, if, if they interfere with Non-technically. Yeah, if, if, if it's not, you know, isn't wouldn't it, this is pretty this is pretty historic, no? Even though they haven't officially declared war on us, but they they toying with it. They're saying we about to include your include y'all in USA. You, you you interfering too much. Now they're hitting the left side, the west side of um, Ukraine, where we've been funneling weapons and assistance. So <sighs> I just I hate that. I I feel like we've been traumatized for the last six years. You know what I mean? With Trumpism and the Black Lives Matter stuff and all the, sh the killings, COVID, COVID, and now this war, like we have not had a break in quite a while. That's and probably I why people are attacking the stage. <laughs> That's that probably why A-list actors are slapping the hell out of other A-list actors. That crack. <laughs> all right, y'all, moving on. Uh, Wendy Williams is saying that she, the Wendy Williams show, will be back in September. Now watch this clip provided uh, by TMZ of Wendy giving people the news. And um, shout out to that's uh, Fox Soul's very own Jason Lee. Now he was out in New York with Wendy, took her out and I, he did put a post up saying, how y'all going to cover the Met Gala 
and all the goings on and not cover that Wendy was out making an appearance. Now, the details are very unclear uh, about, you know, especially since Sherry Shepard's new talk show will, will in fact air in uh, Wendy's old time slot. What are y'all's thoughts on this announcement? Do you think she's got to deal with another network? Is this wishful thinking? Is it just something we just don't know yet? Al, what do you think? What's the tea? Oh, first of all, I'm just glad to see that she's healthy. She looked good. You know, she had on a beautiful dress. Her hair and makeup looked flawless to me. Um, I I, got to be honest with you, though, Claudia. I took it as she was just talking. But I know that Wendy Williams is very calculated when she's out in public. She knows everything that she's doing, and she knows that everything that she says is going to be covered. So I'm just going to have to go back to what I said earlier, which was, remember I said the word on the street was that there was allegedly a huge podcast deal that was coming down um, for Wendy. And I think maybe this could be it. If it's not that, then maybe the undercurrent of us hearing about her joining The View, maybe that could be it. I really don't think Wendy would have said something like that if there wasn't something in the making. And I'm excited. I'm excited for her to get back to doing what she does best, and that is covering hot topics and talking her junk. All the people have been filling in. There's been some great ones, some fun ones, but it's just, there's definitely a void without Wendy in her shady, but, you know, kind of fun delivery. I mean, call it what it was, but there's an absence. There's a void. Q, what do you think about this? You think she's coming back or not? Well, I'm more concerned with if Jason Lee had to pay the bill or not when they hung out because her money all sold up with Wells Fargo. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, he got it now. He got it. He got it. Oh, she got it. She got it untied up. They don't untied say up. Jason got it. Jason oh, got it. Well, I know he got it, but don't nobody want to be paying for somebody all night long every time we go out because your money tied up. And oh you, my God. Now you owe me $10,000 in dinners. Um, to Al's point, Wendy, they looked like they had just left the steakhouse. Wendy had a couple glasses of wine. Wendy looked like she was just talking and having fun. Um, right. I know enough about the world to know that we definitely have not seen the end of Wendy Williams in a media capacity. Now, whether or not she's got some deal that's signed, sealed, and delivered coming September, who knows? Um, but to Al's point, I'm glad she is doing well. Her lymphedema ain't acting up no more. Um, she and not, she don't got dementia. She obviously looked look like she knew where she was going, either that or Jason Lee was her caretaker one. Uh, either way, she looked like she doing well running the streets in New York. So hats off to Wendy. I tell you what, though, I mean, it, you know, Jason is such a power broker these days and have been for a long time. She may pop up and do something on his podcast platform. Isn't he? Isn't he? Over, he's, I know that he works with us here at Fox. Soul, but isn't he over at iHeart Unlocked? Isn't that a part of a high iHeart deal that he does? He's always in talks with his other show. So I don't know if he's still with iHeart, but I think that they want him. There's some other big players that definitely want him. Um, okay. I will say this. When you see her out like this. I mean, yes, it was a short clip. It wasn't super long, but it doesn't really support the narrative that she's such in dire straits that she can't host no. a talk show. There's way, there's people that are in way worse shape. They said doing television and acting. They hmm? said she had dementia. They said her lymphedema was acting up. They, they made it seem like the lady was bedridden in a steely prostopedic somewhere with a bedpan next to her waiting on somebody to bring her some jello. That lady looked fine. I, I told y'all a long time ago, them people was lying on Wendy. And it's giving fake news. It's giving fake news. None of that stuff was going. The, the lady had dementia. She don't even know know her producing people. She don't know <laughs> the people at the door. She can't can't wipe her ass. I'm just like Jesus Christ. 
lying on that lady. You know what? They're doing the same thing to her that they did to Hillary Clinton. Remember that? They were saying how sick she was and she could barely stand up. They, you know, they catch you. I mean, she's not a young lady and she's out there running around campaigning. It's like they made it seem like she was just like one foot in the grave. And it's like, clearly we see with our own eyes, it is not as bad as they tried it. So there is more to this story. That's all I'm saying about that. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to talk about how petty but funny that damn Drake is. And he just, he did something that was hilarious. We're going to talk all about it when we come back. We'll be right back with more after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. Right now, I want to shout out the soulmates. We are currently hovering above 3,000 soulmates in the chat, talking it up. Give us some thumbs up if you're enjoying the show. We had a lot more to talk about right after this live read. All right, y'all, uh, traditional makeup palettes typically filled with shades we love and shades we don't. Let's face it, we've all been guilty of buying an entire palette and swearing we'll use every single color only to use the same shades over and over again. Well, no shame. We know most, uh, you know, makes us feel beautiful. However, these half-used makeup palettes and products can get expensive and add to the growing amount of waste produced by the beauty industry. Billion Dollar Beauty believes you should have the option to purchase just the shades and products you actually use without sacrificing quality or convenience. That's why CEO and founder Natalie Plain designed the completely customizable compact Billion Dollar Box as a sustainable solution to expensive, excessively packaged makeup. Now, the Billion Dollar Box is a palette. The Billion Dollar Box is a portable makeup kit that uses its spill-proof magnetic lining and kickstand mirror lid to secure a full line of professional quality, cruelty-free cosmetics. Plus, all the products for your box come in a minimal, recycled packaging and are paraben-free, vegan, and Leaping Bunny certified cruelty-free. Now, there are over 40 pans and products to add to your Billion Dollar Box like the number one best-selling Universal Brow Pencil, Magnetic Brush Trio, and a whole lot more. Now, they sent me a bunch of their products, and I love how they're individual colors. You know, you get the palette, it's like five colors, you like three of them, two of them you don't like. Well, with this, you can every single color is something that you actually like, and that's what I really like about it. So I'm not wasting a color that I'm never going to use. Now, for nearly 20 uh, years, Billion Dollar Beauty has been trusted by salons and beauty professionals around the world, from Japan to Australia. You may have even seen them in the clean beauty section of Target and in publications like Vogue, Allure, and Glamour, or on the runways of L.A., and New York Fashion Week. Now, you can have them in the comfort of your home by joining the refill revolution and build your own billion-dollar box at billiondollarbeauty.com, and you'll receive 20% off your entire purchase when you enter code T at checkout. That's billiondollarbeauty.com slash T. Get that makeup. I promise you it's going to have you looking cute. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more in that report on Drake and the shade he did, the shady thing he did on Instagram when we return. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, let's get into this Drake story I've been teasing now. In the news of when trolling goes wrong, Drake was in full petty effect after a man made a comment about his four-year-old son, Adonis. Now, Drake posted about how he, you know, elated and supportive he'd be if his son joined a basketball league. Well, a troll replied to his post and wrote, your son probably plays with ghostwriters. Drake replied with, I just found your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. Then Drake followed the troll's wife and then sent her a DM that wrote, <laughs> I'm here for you, ma. Listen, Drake will have sex with her just because he can, y'all. You don't want to mess with this guy. Why are people playing with Drake? And have you guys ever had to put a troll 
in his or her place. What do y'all think about this? Al, what do you think about this? Um, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I don't know. I didn't think it was funny. Let me be honest. I thought it was, I thought it was weird. I thought it was tacky. And why is this superstar responding to everybody? It's just, I just don't know how all these people have time to respond and follow and see everything that's going on on social media. It drives me nuts trying to keep up with my couple of hundred. Like I, he has millions. I mean, I just don't understand how he's constantly seeing every single comment. And why does he care to comment back? I mean, we all know he doesn't date black women. He doesn't mess with black women. So we know he's not going to do anything with her. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, it just bewilders me to think that he responds to the gazillion, a million followers that he have and what they're posting about him. Okay. Um, Q, what do you think? I get it. <clears throat> you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes Al, you just be scrolling and you just, you just happen to see one. I mean, it happens to me from time to time. And sometimes, and some days I cuss their ass the hell out. In other days, I just keep going. You know, one, one thing that I don't like is social media has just created this culture where regular everyday people think that they just have the agency to say whatever the hell they want to say to you without consequence. And then somehow in this society, we've built up this false narrative that because you are a celebrity, you have to take it. You know what I'm saying? You have to allow people to talk to you like that. And then when you clap back, it's, oh, you're supposed to be the bigger person and you're supposed, no, forget all of that. Stay, stay. Sometimes these people need to stay in their doggone place. And sometimes you have to check their ass. And that's what Drake did. I'm sure Buddy felt, I was going to say he felt salty, but he probably actually felt elated that Drake, I, 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 you know, funky, I can understand that, but he has 109 million followers. There's no possible way that this just happened to come across his screen at a time that he just happened to have time to respond back. He, 109 if, if million if went, oh, well, followers. You're, but he doesn't follow that many people. And when you're a celebrity like that, you have people that tell you, like, I know I, shoot, I, know I have people that tell me, yo, this person can't. I think when it came, because they came for his son, even though it wasn't, to me, it wasn't that big of a deal what they said about his son, but to him, it, it struck a nerve. So he, if he don't see it, you know, he got, he got 109 million followers, but he don't follow 109 million people. So I think that's why. I, I know, think. but if he didn't, if he only see the people that follow him, that young man doesn't follow him. He's, he's responding to an ad. So he's got 109 million followers. There's a whole bunch of ads in there. I think this might have been an overzealous uh, handler who is probably paid to to go through and see what messages are coming across and, and which might be some that he can respond to and get some coverage. And here we are. Uh, I, I kind of feel I agree more with Funky with this one because... Again, just because you got a lot of followers, just because you're busy. We all be on planes for four or five hours. We got time. We got downtime. We like, let's see what the people saying. I think it shows that he's human like us. Mm -hmm. And Drake mm -hmm. is petty. He will go date your girlfriend. And and and, and Alex going to say they're in the chat correcting it. Like, no, he dates black women. Serena, Rihanna, uh, Malia. There's a they they dropping all the names that they're going by so fast. So there's there's a few. They're like, what you talking about? He dates black women. But uh, okay, all right, y'all. Drake. Um, yeah, 
I, I feel you. All right, y'all. A white woman shared her thoughts on Twitter about the word Karen. You know, they want to be oppressed so bad. They want their own personal N-word. She wrote, the K-word is stronger than the N-word. Oh, really? Karen is like the N-word? At least currently. Misogyny and patriarchy have uh, has been around longer than slavery. Just don't use either, okay? Now, under her tweet, she reposted an image that reads, Dear Millennials, stop saying Karen. Karen is a sexist and racist term equivalent to the N-word for white women. Calling a woman Karen is an attempt to get rid of a woman's right to stand up for themselves. Funky, I'm going to defer to you on this one. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I don't know if COVID got my mind messed up or what. I I, I just don't even have time for this today. Um, White women, please. Like th- that's just all I can say. Like and like you said, I, I saw on um, Claude. I don't, I don't know what social media site it was, but I saw that you commented. I don't know if it was the shade room or, or whatever. You put they want to be oppressed so bad, and it is the god honest truth. Like 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 honestly, ma'am, your life must be so great and free of worry that you have time to wake up and manifest whatever fake feelings that you're feeling and then draft that. Like, I want that level of of money, freedom, privilege, and no worry so I could just sit around and make up problems that don't exist. I mean, that has to be the ultimate status of achievement in life, to just be able to create problems. And in this response, she's reinforcing the whole Karen idea. The idea is being overzealous, snitching, telling on people, thinking you're above everyone, you're the authority, the end all be all, get the hell out of here. I'm so sick of everybody trying to make the N word thing work for them. Everybody's trying to make, it's like the N word. There's no word in the English language that is equivalent to the pain behind the N word. So stop it. There's none, none, okay? There's not a word that signifies 400 years of all the stuff that they did to our people. There's not a word that reminds us of how they used to cut babies out of our Black ancestors' mothers' uh, wombs to to show people that we own you. There's not a word that brings much hate and and memories like the M-word. And don't compare it to when Black people say to each other, is it right? That's up for debate. But do not compare it to anytime you get offended, oh, Saying this word is like that word. It's not. I remember feeling like, damn, there's no word we can retaliate to a racist that hurts them as much as this. And the fact that they're trying to make this Karen thing a thing. A Karen thing is about your behavior. It's not because you're white. It's because you're an asshole. It's because you're snitching. You're interfering on things. You're telling on little black kids to have lemonade stands. So get the F out of here, Karen. We're not going to stop saying it. And you are one. Okay, moving on. Uh, Al, did you want to add to that? No, the only thing I want to say is let's put her on the Karen registry shit. And then, Funky, let's make up rules that you cannot use social media. You cannot post if you're on the registry. How about that? I agree. You know, she should actually, that one need to go viral. She need to be one of the ones that they find her and she lose her job. (laughs) They want to be oppressed so bad. Like, I've never seen people that got it, all the privilege, but they want to be like, we can't even have oppression. 
We can't even have oppression. Y'all want that too. You want a hair, you want a swag, you want a music, you want a cook. No, you don't want a cooking. You want everything, including oppression. Like, y'all, we're oppressed too, y'all. You don't know our pain. Okay, y'all. Britney Spears' team is arguing out a prenup issue she's having with the fiance, Sam Oz. Got it. Uh, Sam reportedly wants substantial increases for every five years of their marriage. According to her team, Spears, who is expecting her third child with Sam, is concentrating on planning their big day and has no interest in knowing any of the details regarding the prenup. Her team said Brittany's staying out of the entire process. She's just letting her lawyers hash it out with Sam's team. Al, what are your thoughts on this? Is this a big mistake? Which part? Uh, which part is the mistake you think? She wants to stay out of the prenup negotiation. She's like, y'all handle it. I'm just focusing on my big day. Well, you know, I think she's found someone that she's in love with. She, you know, is, was taken off of the conservatorship. She's trying to, like, you know, handle this with, um, you know, kid gloves on, I guess is the saying. You know, I, I can't be mad at this, though. Um, you know, I, I, I've been a part of a prenup. I've gone through this type of situation. I find it very noble that his lawyer is sharing this type of insight with him. I think it's very sound and wise advisement. Because he that that actor or aspiring actor is going to have to give up a lot walking in the shadows of Britney Spears. And I think, you know, if it doesn't go well and the, and the way that Britney has these very aggressive fans and Whitney also has very aggressive media, you know, it could tarnish him and not he not be able to get work in the future. So I think it's very smart that they work it out before they get married. They have a child coming. She's planning a wedding. So best of luck. Okay. Q, what do you think? Do you think this is going to hurt this aspiring actor that we never heard of before in our lives? I think they need to sew Britney ass back up in conservatorship like Wendy <laughs> Money was with Wells Fargo. <laughs> That's what I listen. Y'all wanted Britney free so bad. Y'all wanted her free. She done freed up her uterus. She having a baby with this man. That's right. And now he about to free up all her damn money. Okay. This just um It feels predatory. It feels very, um, I'm planning to leave your ass in six years and take a whole lot of your money and probably take this baby and Kate better line you. It feels very, once I get this paperwork locked up, I'm going to start showing my ass and the real me is going to come out. I, I'm, I'm worried about Britney Spears in this situation. And I just feel like she's just got, gotten out of one bad situation and is potentially about to walk into another. Now, this is her third marriage, right? I, I don't keep up with white women's business. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, remember she was married to her longtime friend, Jason Allen Alexander. For like a they, couple hours. Yeah, for a couple of weeks, they had to annul it. And then she married Kevin Federline, and that was for three years. And isn't she still, isn't he still on child support? I mean, spousal support and all that great and stuff. Child support and got that lady children. And, and, right. and so the, the blueprint is already there for what to do and how to live the good life on Britney money. Uh, Kia Alexander says Britney needs black friends. Brittany, but where are any of Brittany, her friends, Claudia? Brittany. To be honest, where are any of her friends? She she's falling out with the entire family. But where where are her friends that she grew up with? Isn't she? Where is she from? Shit, Wisconsin, Indiana. Louis, where is Louisiana. she from? 
Indiana? Louisiana. 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 Where are her friends from Louisiana that she's had since high school? Where is someone who's talking some sense into her? The only thing that I'm praying is that her legal team really has her best. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, it's their job to represent her, that they really, you know, stick it tooth and nail and make sure they iron out things in her favor. Um, you know, when you date a celebrity, you date a rich person, you definitely shouldn't leave the marriage with absolutely nothing. You know what I'm saying? But I just hope that he doesn't end up um, messing her over and this becomes another Kevin Federline situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, think of all the people that fought for her to be out. We don't want to see her back in the house, interpretive dancing her way and just back into a conservatorship. I don't want to see her back in there. I hope she's really okay. And I hope he's not just being a predator on her money. I hope he really loves her. All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Hope you guys are having as fun of a time as we are. We see all you soulmates in the chat showing lots of love. All right, y'all. Um, we talked about this story a while ago, so we definitely gotta give you the follow-up. The whole Don Lemon smell my penis finger thingy. Remember that? The man who accused Don Lemon of sexual assault dropped his lawsuit. His accuser, Dustin Heiss, said, after a lot of inner reflection and a deep dive into my memory, I had come to realize that my recollection of the events that occurred on the night in question when I first met CNN anchor Don Lemon was not what I thought they were when I filed the lawsuit. Three years ago, Heiss alleged that Lemon put his hands down his own pants, rubbed his private parts, and then put his fingers into Heiss's face. Smell my finger. What are your thoughts on this update, Al? Do you think someone got paid off? Or do you think he realized his case was not strong? What do you think? Good for Don. Good for Don. CNN can't take any more negative uh, press. Um, I, I'm just glad that this is kind of going away. I, I just find it disgusting, though, that plaintiffs can take back an accusation, which appeared to be a smear campaign against Don, um, and, and there's no repercussion. I, I really feel like there should be some type of repercussion for individuals that are allowed to do this type of stuff. But then again, maybe the reason why Don isn't saying anything, Claudia, is because you peeped it. Maybe this was a, a, you know, a way of making him recant his story and kind of thinking or remember it some way different because someone lined his pockets. Right, right, that's true. Q, what do you think? My biggest pet peeve in life is somebody playing on my intelligence like that that that's one of the few things that'll make me get physical with somebody get out my face plan all right this is so obvious that this man was paid off and <laughs> in exchange for being paid off he was told to to take complete blame for the situation they even threw in the part about he also had to pay Don Lemon $77,000 legal fees, yeah, out of the proceeds that you got for, for, right. for making this. Who, come on now, you don't file a lawsuit, go on a media campaign as strong as that man did, and right. then wake up one day talking about, I misremembered or however the hell he said it. This is a crock of BS, all right? Stop playing in my face. Now, hats off to whoever olivia poked the situation and made it go away but to be honest y'all should have just made it go away in silence because this right statement, who, this statement is dumb all right. right and no one is that stupid to believe this 
One time so you I, remember originally he was offered, the guy was offered, remember the guy was originally asking for a million dollars or more than a half a million dollars. Do you think he probably actually got it now? He got something. He got enough to make it go away. I uh, remember one time I um, talked about a celebrity, a story, right? And the people reach out to me and they was like, yo, CJ, take it back. I was like, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll go back. And, you know, I wanted to kind of keep things cool. I looked like blink twice if you're being held hostage. I had to say I misspoke. I felt so stupid. Like it was a, like I looked so dumb. And I this I would I wish I would have done for money. Like I get if he got paid off to do it. But it is like a, a, you feel like a dumbass when you have to sit there and say, I misremembered or I misspoke when everybody is like, yeah, right. Not if you got a million dollars. And you don't, you don't misremember something <laughs> that graphic. All right. I wasn't there. I can't say if Don did it or not, but that man remembered perfectly fine the first incarnation <laughs> of this doggone story. And that looked like that looked like some corny mess. Don would do stick his hand in somebody's crotch and tell him to smell it. Right. It just looks like some frat boy drunken bar it crap. Does that Don would do. Like I said, I wasn't there. I don't know if he did it, but I'm going to tell you this. Don Lemon people, Don Lemon people, and the CNN people, the whole CNN bureau, the whole HR department, and the PR department, we are not stupid, all right? Y'all made it go away. Just say you made it go away, but this, nobody's believing this story. He got paid, or he knew his case was hella weak, and he was lying. He got paid from the left, or he got paid from the right. That's what I think. All right, y'all. Uh, let's. I don't know if we can fit this story in. It's odd news: a 34-year-old man, a vegan, who drinks a glass of his own month-old urine, urine every day, and says it cured his depression, and it's the reason why he looks uh, younger. Harry Madadine started consuming his own urine in 2016 because he was desperate to heal his mental health problems. He said he drinks 200 milliliters a day and feels a new sense of peace. He also smears the urine on his face. We got a minute and a half to go. Um, who want to talk about this? Who want to jump in on you, this? You know, all this right. is, I mean, we've all heard this is nothing new. They do this in Egypt and, and definitely in China. In China, they use it to cure cancer. We also know in China, it doesn't necessarily have to be your own urine. You can drink other people's urine. It's also supposed to use to cure colds and stomach issues. You know, this is, this isn't, this practice isn't that odd, to be honest. It's been going on for a long time, both uh, medically and culturally. I think it's disgusting. Um, Q, I know you think it's gross, so we're just going to go ahead and go to this LMA. Okay, guys, I want to invite you to LMA's live iHeartRadio Heart on My Sleeve album release party on Monday, May 9th at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fox Soul. Take a look at this quick sneak peek. I think we can show it real quick, real quick. Like a glimpse from the past, you can see the dark in a frame. You're the poster up on the wall. In my dreams, you're the prince, and I'm at the ball. Fairy tales, I'm not used to that. Oh, you got me questioning what have you done to me? Used to be out of reach. Feel like you're testing me. You're the necessity. Full court press on me. Again, you can catch LMA's live on Heart Radio, Heart on My Sleeve, album release party Monday, May 9th at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on Fox Soul's YouTube channel, Samsung TV Plus, Roku, and all the platforms that air Fox Soul. Thank you, fellas. Thank you, Q. Thank you, Al. Uh, stick around. You've got more show. 
more Fox Soul coming up after this. <laughs>